You've got work friends, you've got best friends, and now you've got ghoul friends. Hello and welcome to episode 130 of the Ghoul Friends Podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Celeste. And I just lost my train of thought. I don't know what I was going to say. I had something lined up and then it was gone. It's gone. In it's one hot. Out the other. It is. It's getting warmer and it's, I think, going to be warm today. Right? Yeah, it's supposed to be hot today and then like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, it's supposed to be like close to 100 degrees, 40 Celsius. Ish. We have no AC, so um, if you have friends in Europe, please please think about them because we are not well. Yeah, we are melting. <laughs> I when you go to work, I'm just going to shut me and the cats into our bedroom where we have like the single AC. unit AC and just live in there. I don't blame you. Thankfully, my office has it, so that's yeah better. That's nice. But still, like walking in, I'm just always like covered in sweat like the spray deodorant is at the ready these days to try and stay <laughs> try and stay fragrant i did order today some like around the neck fans that mm-hmm. has like dual fans that like just blow your face off so i'm hoping that yeah those will help it said they were coming in tomorrow but then when i purchased them it said tuesday and tuesdays i think it's supposed to be like the super hot day so mm, hopefully see if amazon pulls or come on jeffrey bezos well, you know, they they have been impressing us because uh, Prime Day was last week yep. on Amazon, and we ended up snagging a pretty sweet deal on an Instant Pot, mm-hmm. um, and it was supposed to come, I think, tomorrow, Yeah, and it came yesterday. yesterday, so, you know, maybe. Maybe it will. You never know. It is Sunday. And it is Sunday. I don't, I'm assuming it's more of a European thing, but as we said before in episodes, literally nothing is open yeah. on Sundays, so I ordered it on Sunday, so maybe that's yeah, why. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, nothing is open on Sundays. Like, definitely no no grocery store is open. You're not going to find mm-hmm. a regular store open. Restaurants will open up later on. Um, some of them. Some of them, but that's that's really it. I would say more like in downtown. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the downtown part of town. Yeah. Um, more things are open. It's mm-hmm. it's a little touristy, so I would say. Yeah, they kind of cater. They kind of cater to that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, a lesson learned is that if you have shopping to be done, you better get it done on Saturday because Sunday you're going to be out of luck. It's very true. Although we had to go to the store today, the mm-hmm. one that was open, mm-hmm. um, and it's just mayhem. I hate it. I hate yeah, it. I I'm so glad that I can go and do things during the week, like mm-hmm. when you're at work. Yeah. Um, just because it's so much quieter and I can just focus and not be like swarmed with people it's true it's true I hate like I hate when you're in a store and like people are continually behind you because I feel like I have to keep moving like I can't mm-hmm. just plant my feet and stand where I am because I have a problem with inconveniencing people I literally get road rage in the grocery store like yeah. people that stand in the middle and like take forever like if you need to stop just pull your cart to one side to the so side. Like, there's room for other people to go or people that like are sitting there chit-chatting with someone else. And so, like, both of their carts are taking it up, like, both of it. Yeah. And they see you behind them, and they just don't move. And you're like, okay. Like, I, I'm rude, and I kind of become a Karen. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'll make a comment, like, thanks. Like, yeah. come on, people. 
It's true. I will say that is one thing I slightly miss about the States is um, grocery stores and like the mega wide aisles. Because <laughs> grocery yeah. stores in the U.S. are way bigger than yeah. they are here. Like yeah, yeah. way bigger. Mm-hmm. You're not, you're not going to, well, I guess you could, I've heard of Globus, which is like, I've heard the German equivalent of like Walmart. Walmart yeah. But like, you're not going to find like the Walmart super center of no. Germany, I don't think. Like, Even, I mean, I everything. think we found one grocery, the Reve mm-hmm. is like a Whole Foods yeah, we, that's pretty spacious. Yeah, we call it the fancy Reve because it's like really nice. Yeah, and most of the like Reves that we've been to are pretty like not beautiful. Yeah. No, no. Um, but that one is, mm-hmm. and they have the best. Um, our neighbor got me hooked on. If you know me, you know like my obsession with tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Not, I don't like warm tomatoes. Like, yeah, I have to be like I don't like spaghetti. Right. I don't. I love pizza, but only if it doesn't have like a lot of pizza sauce. sauce. Mm. Um. But like. Cold tomatoes or like room temperature tomatoes, mm-hmm. like I would eat it like an apple, no joke. Yep. Um, and there's these little. Apparently, they're only in. I think they come from Hong Kong. Ooh. Um, but they're only in like this. They're not in the U.S. You right. Know, our neighbor said they're they're not over there. And he was like, "When we go back to the U.S., like I'm going to be so sad." When I tell you this, like magic in my mouth, it, like <laughs> it, literally, they were so I could just eat them like. And we can only find them at like that specific, that specific Reve. Right, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know what the deal is with that, but Have that's where we go. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, there's some, definitely some differences between yeah. um, things available here and things available in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think if anything big is jumping out and I don't think it is, but. I don't know. We got to try some first at some point. Yep. We got to get brave. <laughs> they're just. There's so many types of versed. Versed is, is sausage, if you don't know. It is very overwhelming. Which is um, like the, the national, national food, food of Germany. Um, so we've got we've to gotta branch out and try some of it. Yeah, no, we do. Because it's like you go and there's like 10,000 types just sitting there. And it's just <laughs> like, like, I don't know. I would like a breakfast sausage. They're like, they're all for breakfast. <laughs> and you're like, okay, <laughs> can you just pick one for me? Thank What's you. like the best one? Like, I don't know. <laughs> There's one that I see, like, more of. I'm never going to be able to something versed. The white one? Yes. Mm. And I see that everywhere and, like, a lot of it. So I'm going to go with that's, like, the most popular. Yeah. And I think that's, like, a very popular breakfast yeah. sausage. So. Not me Googling, like, all the types of German sausage. <laughs> what do I get? <laughs> I, need a, I need a diagram, please. It was, like, when we, like, I think it was the first day we got here we were in the hotel downtown, so we kind of walked to mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. And we found, um, it's called Italian Alley. Mm-hmm. And we went to that Italian place, and we had that pizza. And it was, like, buffalo, mozzarella, yep. and some type of, like, sausage. Something, we Googled yeah. it. We get the pizza, and, like, we were expecting, like, buffalo, buffalo flavor. flavor. But it was, like, buffalo Buffalo cheese. Yeah. <laughs> Which was actually really good. It actually was. And then some really, um, I'm going to say it was not appetizing looking, but I think we've had to jump in, especially here. Yeah. Um, it's maybe better to not ask what it is. Just if you like it, then great. <laughs> Just don't Google. Yeah. It's it true. Is. But it was delicious. Yeah. It was really good. I think we encountered a few things that yeah. we ended up really liking that we didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I knew we would love, and we did, 
is schnitzel. Schnitzel, yeah. And also, like, should be the national food of Germany. <laughs> like, and then there's different types of schnitzel. Yes. Jaeger schnitzel is our favorite. That mm-hmm. is, it's either fried chicken or fried pork, just depending yeah. on where you go. Yep. Um, and then the Jaeger part is not Jaegermeister. <laughs> um, uh, it's like a mushroom gravy that you dip it in. Like oh, a cream fuck. sauce. It's yeah. So and with french fries. Really yeah. good french fries. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. Yeah, it, it is really good. Makes me want one. <laughs> I know, right? Um, we got an instant pot. We've said that before. It's got yeah. the, it's like a souped out. We got it on Prime Day. It was super cheap. They're like 200 bucks. And I think we got it for like 130. It's got the air fryer. Yeah. It's got, I don't know, a whole bunch of stuff. So Can we're going to be instapotting and air frying everything. And so that we don't have to turn on our oven when yeah. it's 8,000 degrees outside. It's true. Um, we also took a field trip. Oh, we did. Uh, yes. Friday. Friday. We went Friday. Friday, we took a little road trip um, about an hour away from us to Berg Frankenstein, or is they Frankenstein? Frankenstein or um, Frankenstein. 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 Yeah. Berg Frankenstein. We've heard it a few different ways. Yeah. Our American Adam Berg Frankenstein. Frankenstein. <laughs> I think I've always said Frankenstein or Frankenstein. It reminds me, have you ever seen Young Frankenstein? Yeah, with Gene Wilder. Yeah, yeah. where he's like, it's not Frankenstein, it's Frankenstein. <laughs> um, um, we did. It was crazy and we also after watched an episode i wish we would have watched it before i know um but there is an episode on it on ghost hunters international mm-hmm. season one episode seven if you're interested yes where they investigate it and that was pretty i mean it wasn't like crazy Riveting, but it was yeah. it was a little creepy we definitely felt like a little yes yeah, that kind like, of more weirdness to yeah. it um it definitely uh just to and this was on our instagram story so if you saw where we were on mm-hmm. friday then you saw it but it's more of a ruin. Like, it's not a full castle that you can, like, go in and out of. So right. you can definitely go up there, walk around. Uh, there is an intact chapel. There is, a, I think, two towers that are still mm-hmm. standing. And you can go up some of them. Mm-hmm. We I did got, not because we're afraid of ice. Well, we went up to, like, the one tier. Yeah. And then I started having a panic attack, so I quickly had to go back down. It was beautiful. The view up there. The view was. I have, um... I had a major panic attack on top of the Atlanta um, Ferris wheel uh, about a year and a half, two years yeah. ago. And ever, like ever since then, I've had like this crippling fear of heights and like I get lightheaded and like mm-hmm. I just, I re- it really like bothers me and it was so beautiful. So I'm like, trying to see it. I was like, all right, don't, don't drop. Don't drop. Like, stay up. <laughs> don't stay fall up. over. <laughs> but like take it in, like let me see it. And then I was like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. But it was breathtaking views of just. I don't know what part of Germany we were looking over, what town. near Darmstadt? We were in Darmstadt. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's what it was looking like, what we were looking at. it was forever. It went forever. Yeah. And um, now there is a uh, nice, apparently very nice restaurant that they've Mm -hmm. opened up in, like, part of the ruins. Yeah. So you can actually sit down and, like, have that view while you Mm -hmm. eat dinner. Um, It was kind of early to eat, but that's definitely on my list. I cannot wait to go in the fall. It's going to be beautiful in the fall, for sure. It was very, like... Very windy, curvy, like, at least we um, could drive up to this one. Yeah, the other, we didn't have to dog. walk like the other yeah. one. Um, we could drive up. It was very twisty and turny, mm-hmm. but we said, sorry about the crocodile. <laughs> <laughs> um, at least we could drive it, but in the fall, when the leaves change, it's going to be Yeah, beautiful. I think it's going to be beautiful. I'm just, in general, ready for fall to be here. Like, yeah. I, I am done with the month of August. Like, it can be gone. Well, we're only in July. I know. So. <laughs> I'm like ready to literally skip over a month and hit September. I know. We'll get there. Ugh. At least it's not Charleston where it stays hot for months and months and months. It's true. It's true. Yeah. But I do miss Central AC. <laughs> I do too, for sure. 
Yeah. So we did that. That was fun. Um, and yeah, I know we've got, uh, we've got literally a list we wrote down of all the places we want to go. So mm-hmm. that was checked off. Yeah. So we started to check some off. So yeah. that's good. So we got to keep, keep plugging. Yeah. Um, it'll be easier when it's not 8,000 degrees outside. I know. I was like, where haven't, why, why haven't you gone everywhere? Like, cause it's a hundred degrees out. Like yeah. big girls don't do things in the summer. <laughs> Lots of sweat everywhere. <laughs> Places you don't want to trust me. <laughs> um, no, but I will just say in the fall, prepare to be sick of me. Yeah. I will be up in every castle, every market, every yeah. beer fest, like everywhere. catch me everywhere in my sweaters. Oktoberfest. Yeah. It's gonna be fun. I am. I'm just ready to like have the. The crisp, crisp air back yeah. and wear cute outfits again. Me too. Not have to apply deodorant 80 times a day. <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> Everywhere. Yeah. So. All, all right, right. Let's get going. Okay. Well, do you want to talk about, you came up with a theme, so do you want to introduce it? I will. Um, we TikTok a lot. <laughs> yes. I, I miss, t- I don't get to TikTok as much as I used to. But. Well, our kind of roles have reversed. So... I watch a lot of TikTok <laughs> during the day, and I came across one, and it was this guy, and he just does, like, spooky, like, places or spooky, kind of like your Celeste spooky snippets, mm-hmm. which you should do. Yeah. You should do one on Bird Frankenstein. Yeah. Um, but he kind of just has these stories, and he, it was more of, um, like, a creepy story, not paranormal, mm-hmm. but I kind of ran with it, um, was... Like funeral homes. Mm. I don't think we've talked about this really before. No, I don't think so either. Yeah. Um, so I thought that would be great. And I have one semi big ish one. Okay. Um, so you're going to have to do most of the talking because uh, we were adventuring and yeah. doing things. So I did not. Oh, you got, you've got a lot. I got a, I got a good bit. So I've got really, I've got three. Okay. So. I guess if, do you want to start or do you want, I guess I can start, you can go next. I don't care. Or I can just go and then you can just Won't you go. dabble. Okay. Can I offer a quick little disclaimer before we get going on yes. this? Because I feel like I was thinking about it and I felt like we needed to say this at the top of the show. Um, so obviously we're talking about funeral homes and kind of the death industry in mm-hmm. general. Um, and these are going to be some not go- so great stories about funeral homes, but yes. I think it's really important for us to say at the top that this is not representative of all the people who work in the funeral home business. Right. These are very much outliers and people, as you will realize, chose to act unethically and unprofessionally and really extort and exploit people. Um, when in fact, I would argue that the majority of people in the death industry are very trained, professional, ethical people yes. who truly want to make the grieving process as comfortable as possible. So we are not coming after anyone in the death <laughs> industry. I don't want anyone, if anyone listens that works in a funeral home, I don't want you to feel like we're saying no, everyone's these are very specific. Are con artists because yeah. that's not the truth. Well, and I think that could be true for literally any, any industry. industry. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are just outlier just not good ethical people right anywhere from the top to the bottom to anywhere in between so no I would agree um but it was there was a lot more I guess until you really dig into something you don't really think of it Mm -hmm. and then you're just like wow like yeah well it's such especially this I feel like it's such an easy industry to con people oh they're so vulnerable right you're vulnerable which makes it even more disgusting. Yeah. Because you're coming to people in their, like, worst yes. moments of their lives. Um, I guess I also will throw in a trigger warning for, um, like, infant death okay. um, and just talk of that okay. on my side. Sure. Okay. 
and go. Okay. I find that so interesting. I actually went to, uh, to high school with a guy. His dad owns um, a mortuary mm-hmm. in the area that I grew up in. Mm-hmm. Um, and he follows dad's footsteps and does it. Is he a funeral director or what does he do? I, I think he's a mortician. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So he's more kind of behind the scenes. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, great kid. He was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. So what the TikTok I saw is what I kind of ran with and kind of did a deeper dive of it. Um, and this is the Swanson Funeral Home in Flint, Michigan. Okay. Um, and there are multiple locations, but none of them, they're all connected from the same family, but they're all their own entities. I'll get into that because they're going to kind of come in here and there. Okay. Um, so it ran for many decades and seemingly had no issues. Everything kind of ran smoothly. They were well known in the community to kind of be like a go-to yeah. um, funeral hall. Sure. Everything seemed, you know, perfect with them. Yep. Um, the original owner was a man named O'Neill Swanson II. Um, and like I said, he had several um, funeral homes okay. around the Detroit and Pontiac, Michigan area. Okay. Um, and so, like I said, they they all had like their own entity. They were not connected. However, the connection was the like the, the owner. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Does that makes sense. Yep. Okay. That will come into play later. Okay. Um. So. Basically, this runs for years and years, like decades, from this guy. Running perfectly until 2004 was kind of when it first started to get hit with fines um, for just little things, just mm-hmm. kind of getting pegged here and there. Right. Um, and then some were um, like business violations, some were like health like, violations. Yeah, like sanitary mm-hmm. kind of like, oops, don't do that. A little yeah. slap on the wrist here and there. Um, and those kept kind of building up. Okay. Until 2015, which is a long time. It's 11 years. Yeah. Um, they kind of keep adding up. Um, and then that actually suspended their license at this specific location. Remember, mm-hmm. he also had many others. Other this okay. was just a specific location. Um, and then kind of something horrid happens. Um, they accidentally put the wrong body in a casket. Oh, no. Um, and set up this entire funeral, friends, family, open casket. Yeah. Um, kind of are very concerned as to, like, that's Confused. not yeah. our person. Right. Um, so Ugh. that's not good. No. <laughs> um, so... Basically, that kind of ended, mm-hmm. like, their whole Yeah, spiel. that'll do it. <laughs> um, so, remember, there were other locations. Mm-hmm. This one was shut down. However, he just said, like, let's just go down the road to the Flint Swanson Funeral Home. Just take a look around. And we'll just... Check her out, too. Well, no. This oh. was the owner oh, oh, oh. saying, instead, like, you, they shut him down completely. Mm-hmm. It was like, no, you're done. Yeah. Um, so he just said, like, we've got multiple other locations. Like, let's just oh. move this, all of the ones that we've got set up here. We're oh. just going to do it all over here. Um, remember, like I said, it was more important to remember they were not connected. Okay. So just because this one was shut down. They were separate. Another one was not shut down, right? Which is kind of... Shady. Yeah. Um, So he basically runs that whole establishment out of the Flint Swanson Funeral Home. And this goes on for two years. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and then this brings us to 2017. Um, this is in, I would say, I've never been to Detroit, but it looks very um, compact. Yeah, There's not a I've lot of, once. like, spacious area of, like, downtown. Yeah, no, it's very, I would, I would agree with that. So there were homes, obviously, very close to the, the funeral sure. home. Yeah. Um, and many of the neighbors started reporting a very, like, foul stench coming from the funeral home building. yeah. Um, and what people were describing to the police as decomposing human flesh. Ooh. And Which, according to my mother, has a very specific smell. Yeah. Like, once you smell it, you can't. Yeah, I'll never forget it. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what that smells I like. I don't either. I know what formaldehyde smells like. That's about it. Ooh. <laughs> also disgusting. <laughs> well, can I just chime in? That yes. reminded me of a weird memory. So, remember when we were watching Silence of the Lambs? Um, We've watched it multiple times. Yeah. yeah. The most recent time. Okay. Um, and... Excellent movie, by the way. It's mm-hmm. one of my favorite movies. Like um, there's a scene where she's like, uh, Jody Foster. Foster is in a room, like examining one of the victims mm-hmm. that's been found. And I remember being kind of like, what are they doing? Because they were rubbing something under their nose. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the fuck is she doing? And then what were you telling me that that's like Vicks or like, what do you rub under your nose? So doing dental hygiene, that was a um, tip that a lot of our instructors would give. Um, if you've ever smelled someone with like really kind of, I'm not, I'm not trying to be mean, but like it's rank, like mm-hmm. just nasty breath. Most of the time it is like periodontal disease. And like, so we call it perio breath, which is what is periodontal disease. It's like gingivitis, like mega hardcore. Yeah. Okay. Like you've, I, mean, I could get into like the specifics, Caitlin's but it's dental <laughs> tip of the day. <laughs> Floss your teeth. <laughs> yeah, please. Um, don't get me lecturing people because <laughs> if you don't floss, I've got a problem. <laughs> um, but basically, it's just, it's literally just like festering bacteria in your mouth and it has a very specific smell. Once you smell it, you ever gone in the grocery store and walked down an aisle and like you just smell like bad breath? Mm-hmm. That person has perio for sure. Okay. It's if you let gingivitis go and you just, yeah. it's just, it's gross. Yeah. So imagine having to clean someone's mouth and being mm. like, when you get your teeth clean, your face is very close to my face, right? Yeah. Imagine smelling that with their mouth open. I don't know how well you did that. Well, Vicks. <laughs> Vicks helps. You put Vicks under your nose, so you just kind of smell like menthol-y. Mm-hmm. It, it covers kind of. as much as it can. Like, that's the best remedy you have. You're so most likely going to mm-hmm. smell it. Um, however, there was a man... I'm not going to get into the baloney story. There was a nasty <laughs> mouth baloney story. Yeah. If you want to hear it, I'll get into it, but... That smell was really bad. Um, But, yeah, Vicks. And so I could see – I've never smelled a, like, decomposing body, but I could imagine it has a very distinct and horrific smell where Vicks would – Help cover it. Probably help cover that. Interesting. Sorry. That just – No, no, that's fine. Um, It's your fun fact of the day. (laughs) Don't get me talking about teeth because you know I can ramble forever. (laughs) Teeth talk with Caitlin. Oh, okay. So back to the smell of the decomposing human flesh coming from the building. Of course, this is going to spark some uh, interest to kind of the authorities and, um, you know, like investigators who make sure like everything is OSHA making sure everything's like going smoothly. Yeah. Um, So they go in and this is where it gets kind of disgusting. And just like I said, trigger warning here. Um, It's it's pretty horrid what they found basically they walk in and what they described it as is just like a rundown building mm. and they're operating a business out yeah. of here um mm. so basically it just looked very rundown and 
the prep room was like <laughs> the guy said like one big no no after another like yeah. it just everywhere you looked you were just like no that's not right no that's not right um it basically it was covered in blood Ugh. um there were just stained like um casket pillows on the floor and just things just did not look right right um, hygienic at all yeah like horrific um and then they noticed um like the floor was moving so upon inspection um the floor was covered in maggots oh no 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 um so they follow kind of this trail of maggots into another room um and they open up the door and there are 12 cardboard boxes stacked one on top of the other um and if you want to guess what is inside of them you probably would be right in decomposing corpses oh 12 of them unrefrigerated oh and decomposing yeah um so yeah they get shut down immediately uh yeah (laughs) Um, so of course that after that, they were like, nope, you're done. Um, but of course they keep, um, kind of investigating because yeah. there's obviously a lot more to what is going on. Yeah. This, this is just, you don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I've never run a funeral home, but Maybe I do then. know if you have bodies, they must be kept cold yes. <laughs> for as long as possible until they're done. Um, so they start investigating O'Neill, Nasty, Nelly Swanson the second, mm-hmm. and find out that um, I also have no business background or anything. But what they found was that he was depositing money into his business account and was using it for like his personal spending. Oh, yeah, probably not a good idea. You're supposed to put it in an escrow. Oh. Like I said, no idea. This is just what I read. Um, so they kind of found out he was not doing that correctly. Um, he also was found, um, and I, like I said, I have no idea what this is, a prepaid funeral contract. Hmm. Not sure what that is, but he was selling them. Um, Oh, like maybe to people who wanted to like plan their funerals ahead of time and pay for them. Okay. That's kind of what that made me think of. That would make sense. Um, but he was like not doing that correctly either. Yeah. He was just pocketing (laughs) that money. Sure. And not. Yeah. That would make that makes sense. My guess is people no who want to plan out their funerals, pay yeah, for them. So it is, but I could see the reason. Like yeah. you don't want your loved ones to have to stress that's or worries. It is. I mean, I know my mom said that when my grandparents passed away, they were like very specific about what like down to like of course my grandmother wanted <laughs> down to the food she wanted served because <laughs> that's her. Yeah. Um, but she said as hard as it was to like have those conversations, it made the process so much easier, easier because you, you don't feel like you're having to make the call for them. That makes sense. Okay. So, well, he was doing that in a very shady way and pocketing yeah. a lot of that money. Not good. Um, so basically this dude is like completely shut down. He's like lost any other chance he's got so. yeah. to, to keep going. Um, and so he gets charged with many, many crimes mm-hmm. um, and goes to court. He almost went to prison, um, but escaped prison almost. and was sentenced to pay $75,000 in restitution. Ugh. Yeah. Um, and I hopefully they said you can't ever do this job again. Yeah, I don't think so. Okay. I think, I think his son does it, but I think his son is better. I did not okay. go too far into it. 
Um, if he does, he has no connection to this. Okay. But no, I did not dig, I didn't dive into that because yeah. that wasn't anything sure. I was interested in. But so I could be completely wrong. But from the very little I read. Gotcha. Okay. So that's kind of the history of that company business. Why it was so bad. Um, so what is the building today? <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Okay. Um, so the building sits abandoned today, mm-hmm. um, and it's pretty rundown looking. Um, of course, there are very curious people who want to go inside and kind of ghost hunt. And of course, I would say any funeral home is haunted. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. Probably. Yeah. I mean, not. I. You know, I kind of think of it almost like a graveyard. Like, I, I, for one, for most part, believe graveyards are actually some of the most peaceful places I've been. Oh, I rarely sure. feel anything when I go to graveyards. I would kind of imagine funeral homes are, I guess you probably would have some hauntings, but I wouldn't yeah. off the top of my head say, like, it's a super active well, zone. Yeah, that's just my opinion. I don't know. That's just, that's mm-hmm. me. Um, people like to go in kind of just for the thrill factor or sure. to vandalize, steal, whatever. Um, so I found this very interesting. This was literally just a few weeks ago in June okay. of this year. Um, a man went in and not sure why, what he was doing. Um, and he was kind of on the like bottom floor and there was a coffin lift on the floor above him. Ooh. And the like roof or the floor, I guess, of the first floor caved in. And the coffin lift fell on top of him, oh. crushing him. Um, there were these people, they're called urban explorers, had permission to go in to kind of look around and do whatever. I don't know if they were ghost hunting or just looking, whatever. Um, they found this guy um, deceased yeah. under this coffin lift and they saw a cell phone and they could see like scratch marks. He was trying to like dig Get his way it. out so he did not die immediately. Uh. That's still like under investigation like what he was doing but um they were pretty like shaken up Uh, over it and seeing that um so after you know they got you know took care of that situation they went back in and they um found cremated human remains still it kind of was like left like oh that's awful like just how it was as soon as it got shut down Mm -hmm. um there were bottles of like chemicals and embalming tools and a hearse Mm-hmm. That had been vandalized. There's like graffiti all over the hearse. They, like people had stolen like the tires. The hood was up, so like stealing like oh my God. parts out of the hearse. Yeah. Um. So that's kind of the story of there. There wasn't any specific like hauntings. Yeah. Or I kind of just assumed. I don't. I kind of find it kind of weird that the like casket lift just kind of like drops through the floor. Mm-hmm. That's kind of creepy. That's a little ominous. Um. People go in there to ghost hunt. So I'm assuming. There's some type of activity in there. Um, but what I kind of felt was a little disturbing, I'm going to say, is that many, not many, because I'm sure there are hundreds, but there were more than just this funeral home or part or, I don't know, cluster mm-hmm. of funeral homes in the same area of the like Detroit and Pontiac area that in like the past four years, they've been just like investigating all of them mm. around. So I kind of went into like a few things that they had found at other funeral homes. Some had been shut down and some I believe are still open. So these are not related to the Swanson family, um, but these are both still in the Detroit and Pontiac area, the same area that this was in. in. Okay. 
Um, so like I said, the state officials have been investigating funeral homes in the area. Um, in February of 2019, it is, uh, now former, they were shut down. Howell Funeral Home in Detroit, detectives found at least seven sets of cremated remains just in the basement. Um, in October of 2018 at the Perry Funeral Home, this is on Detroit's west side, um, they found, sorry, trigger warning, 63 fetuses in a room. Yeah. Um, and just a week before that, in uh, October of 2018, a at Cantrell Funeral Home, this is on Detroit's east side, 11 fetal remains were found. Um, and they kind of started going through the rooms and, like, in the basement and the attic, and they found over 300, like, remains of fetuses, children, oh. adults, and, like, elderly Oh my god. People. So just like yeah, everybody. That's awful. Yeah. So that's kind of where, where I stop. Oh. <laughs> on that cheery note. On that very cheery note. Um I just I could see where you would save a lot of money because obviously it is very expensive, but like why why that? Why yeah. Deceased. I don't know. People. Yeah. I that I don't know. Yeah. Mm No thank you. Nine danka. Yeah, nine danka to that. <laughs> All right. All right. My work is on. <laughs> Keep talking. I'm in the middle of making brioche um, burger buns right now from scratch, and I just need to check them, but uh, just okay. keep talking. Sorry right. about my squeaky chair. That's all right. Um, so I have, like I said, I've got three. Um, two are kind of smaller, and I've got kind of one doozy at the end. Okay. So I was kind of running with the haunting part of it. Um, because even though I said, I wouldn't think that funeral homes would be very haunted. Mm -hmm. Um, there are definitely some that are. So I found a few of those. Um, and the first one I'm going to talk about is in probably one of the most haunted cities, uh, in the United States, which is new Orleans. Mm. So of course they have a haunted mortuary. I want to go there so bad. I know. I hate we didn't get to go before we left. Um, so this is called the haunted mortuary. And it's located at the end of Canal Street in New Orleans. Um, And it's actually in an old Victorian mansion that was built in 1872. Um, It was purchased by a man named P.J. McMahon, I'm guessing that's how you say it, in 1928. And it operated as a funeral home until 2004. Um, So basically, from what I read, between 1930 and 2003, there were more than 20,000 funerals held. Y'all miss Mishka? Because he's (laughs) there. He's going to howl until I give him water. Okay. Do you, do you, I'll do it. We can just keep talking. Okay. I'm telling him about my bad habit. So Caitlin has decided it would be super cute if every time Mishka howled, she would hold him up to our kitchen faucet to drink straight out of the faucet. Not that the cat doesn't have a distilled water fountain right on the ground that he can access at any time. That acts as a water, like, spout. Yeah. No, that's not good enough anymore. So now, anytime we're, say, semming near the kitchen... I hope this gets caught on the recording. He's like... You want some water? (laughs) Just, yeah, just, and there's nothing wrong with this cat. He just likes to sound like he is in absolute distress. And there we go. All right, well, you hydrate him, and I'll keep going. Okay, I'm listening. So, like I said, more than 20,000 funerals were held in this funeral home. Um, And it's located kind of right in that, I would call an Acropolis in New Orleans, where all the different uh, cemeteries are. Um, So basically what I read is that in this area, there's more than a million graves in a one square mile radius. 
pounds? Yeah. So um, very compact, as we know with New Orleans. Um, and apparently, all of those years of holding funerals and services has resulted in a few hauntings in the building. Surprise. Shocked. <laughs> so it's said that a woman in white is seen at the top of the stairs, and apparently she's said to be mourning and looking for her husband. Uh, there are phantom children that tend to play pranks on visitors. Can, can we time out? Can yeah. Can we talk about the other night when you became a Karen? Oh. Children? <laughs> oh. Yeah. So it was Thursday night? Thursday, yeah. There were, we have a hammock on, like, our patio outside of our house. It's very, like, private. It's a private It is. Patio. Yeah. So we have a hammock. And, like, for some reason, around, like, 1030 at night, some children from somewhere were, like, screaming and, like, playing on our hammock. And, like, I normally would not care if I'm not in there, but I'm trying to sleep and... You're on my patio that you're not supposed to be on in the first place. Um, and so the next day, I moved it entirely to our back deck. So it was a blissfully no. quiet night last night. I think we scared them because I turned down the air conditioner, which the vent goes right yeah. like towards it, like under the window. And I think they kind of left after that. And then it was like not long after we had like gotten up, gotten dressed, whatever. Celeste yeah. literally goes... That's it. I'm done. And all of a sudden, Celeste is dragging this fucking hammock through the house and puts it on our back. We have, like, a back balcony. Deck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so now the, the hammock lives on the back balcony, which nobody could access that. That's, like, yeah, 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 yeah. very unaccessible. Um, so there you but go. Celeste was a Karen the other day. And I've never seen Celeste be well. such a Karen. But Sorry. it was right. No, no, I agree with you. I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying. I don't always. I try to keep the Karen at bay, but that one, that one pissed me off enough where I had to do something about it. So, yes. Sorry. Can we also talk about the fact that we found Lacroix secretly? We did. But it was. Very Okay, so first off, so sorry if Caitlin cracking the Lacroix can assaulted your ears because that <laughs> came across quite loud. And, um, and the, then we had a. Snafu. Yeah, there was a little malfunction on the computer where it was not recording our voice for some weird reason. Yeah. So we're back. We're back. We yeah. have LaCroix. <laughs> You're not here for the professionalism. Clearly. Let's <laughs> just, just be real. Not 130 <laughs> episodes of, you know, well thought out <laughs> shows. Um, okay, so I talked about the Phantom Kids, and then the former mortician is seen in the basement of the building as if he is still working, and Mishka is still howling. Mishka. Now we just have to go potty, I think. Well, go in your box, please. You're going to have to... <laughs> Mishka's grand, grand appearance in Germany, y'all. Y'all missed him. Y'all asked for him to be back on the re- recording. Um, so, I can't with him. So today, it, the building has been converted into a haunted house attraction during Halloween. <laughs> um, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's creepy, though. It is creepy. Like, it's like real life. Mm-hmm. So okay. I'd be curious to see how many people, like... Probably. Let me go put him in his litter box. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. This is going to be a hot mess of an episode, clearly. Mishka, baby. What's your... No, you're the one going. No, he's at the front door. Um, as if, Mishka. He's trying to get out of the front door. You're a spoiled indoor cat from the United States. You're not going out. <laughs> you have no cause. Yeah. Or brains. <laughs> or money. <laughs> or Wi-Fi out there. Yeah. Sorry, bud. All right. So that was the haunted mortuary. That was a bear to get through. <laughs> Are you ready for the next one? Yes. So this is another haunted 
funeral home, and this is called the Castle House, and it's in Brumley, Missouri. And it is a four-bedroom, two-bath house built in 1850 by Dr. Walter Dixon. And it really does look like a castle if you look it up. Like, it's got the hard concrete walls. What's it called? The Castle House. Okay. In Brumley. And basically, he got the inspiration for this house when he was in the UK. I don't know if he was, like, English um, by birth, but he basically came back, built this house. No way. That's scary as fuck. It's got like a turret too. Oh no, no, no. That's scary. Fun fact. The spiral staircase in the tower of the house was imported from the UK. What? Yeah. So Mm -mm. look it up and you'll see what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's creepy y'all. So it functioned as his home and as his medical office and later briefly as a funeral home. Okay. So it, like I said, it includes a 30 foot turret, which is like that, uh, like, cylindrical tower tower part of the house um and like i said the original staircase came directly from the uk and he was kind of a a dick about it because he said it legend said that he even forced his most sick patients to walk upstairs these this like spiral (laughs) staircase to get to his office oh okay so he was real proud of those Was like were they in his home there, or he just purchased them? I think he wanted a replica of like one you would see in a castle, gotcha. so he had one gotcha. built okay. and imported. Okay, so he clearly had some money to spend. Yep. Um, however, there were actually some um, deaths in the home that had nothing to do with his practice or the funeral home business. Okay. Um, so Dixon's wife actually died suddenly in the home one night before she was set to host a large dinner party at their house. And it said that Dr. Dixon actually found her body at the top of the spiral staircase. At the top? Yeah. So it's thought that she may have had a heart attack or a stroke. Um, No foul play was cited, but um, that was sad. Um, And investigators have done work in the house, and they have reported seeing a woman wearing a party dress at the top of the stairs, which they believe to be her. Her. Okay. Um, They have also heard crying or screaming on the second floor. Oh, nope. So, moving on, in 1862, a battle between Union and Confederate soldiers in the pasture by the house occurred, and Dr. Dixon ended up setting up a field hospital in his home to help treat uh, soldiers from both sides. And as we know, um, Civil War field hospitals were especially gruesome um, places, just given where medical care was at at the time, and just the brutality of the injuries. Um, so for this reason, obviously you would have expected a lot of deaths from this. There are actually 20 confirmed graves on the property and these have been confirmed with cadaver dogs that have, and they've done radar imaging and all sorts of things. He's just walking around looking for violence right now. Yeah. He's thinking he's going to do something suspicious. Yeah. So in 1912, the house was sold to a doctor, Myron Jones, and he didn't live there long before 1918 hit and a flu epidemic hit Brumley. And he treated many of the patients on his front lawn, um, obviously to help keep people from, you know, passing it on in the fresh air. And some of the graves on the site are actually flu victims as well. Okay. So we have a lot of a lot a of lot. things going on. So like I said, paranormal investigators have done investigations in there, and they have caught disembodied voices, whistling. <laughs> <laughs> And even captured an EVP of who they believe is Mrs. Dixon crying on the second floor, like they cited. Yikes. There is also an EVP of a young girl saying, help me. He was driving (laughs) me nuts today. Um, And it said that in doing the research, she actually was a real person who, she passed away in the house of severe burns after her mother accidentally spilled boiling water on her while doing laundry. (laughs) I can't with him. (laughs) 
Y'all wanted them back. Here we go. Y'all want them? I'll ship them back to you. Kitty stays. Misha can go. So um, at one point, currently, like, you can still see the house today. It actually was an Airbnb that you could stay in. And as of 2018, it was actually up for sale. So I don't know if someone has bought it or what the deal is. Dang. Yes. Sorry, I had to cough. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that is the Castle House. I like it. That's that's a creepy one. That is a creepy one. It's a very creepy building. Yeah, if you look at it. Yeah. I couldn't imagine, like, staying the night. No. Yeah. No, thank you. I got a frog in my throat. Frog? Are you okay? I am. All right. You look hot. Thanks. I am hot. Like, literally, (laughs) it's fucking hot. (laughs) You just look hot. You look hot today. (laughs) Thank you. I feel hot. (laughs) I got neck fans coming. (laughs) I'm going to walk around this house. I will walk to my office with one on. I don't give a shit. Mishka, baby, stop. You are a soft, indoor American cat. You cannot cut it out there in Germany. <laughs> you will not get far. Go lay on your bench, you wench. <laughs> <laughs> um, our neighbor the other day apparently heard Caitlin trying to give Mishka insulin. And he said all he heard, because our door was open, was Caitlin trying to get him to lay down. And heard her yell, you're a fat diabetic asshole. <laughs> I was like, he's like, I couldn't tell which one it was. So you were Celeste. And Celeste was like, yeah, that definitely came out of Caitlin's mouth. I was like, 100% me. He can be a, a bit of a jerk when we're trying to give him that. He, well, right now he's being a jerk because he wants to go out that front door. I don't know why. Oi. Mm. All right. Ready for my last this one? This is a shit show. Of an yeah, sorry, y'all. I actually tried to put some effort into this and it just went all to hell. Uh, yes. Well, I'm wrapping it up with what you started with, and that is. Uh, someone in the uh, funeral home industry who very much uh, ended up becoming a con artist and okay. doing a lot of really horrible things to grieving families. Okay. So I am talking about Bobby Wilkes. Okay. I'd never heard of this. Um, but this occurred in the late 80s. He was a funeral director in Middle Tennessee. And basically, kind of like your first story, mm-hmm. he would basically con grieving families into buying burial vaults, which, from what I understand, are what keeps the casket from sinking into the ground in the grave. Mm-hmm. Aren't most of them in burial vaults? I think so. Like, I don't think you necessarily always... Maybe it's the area you live in. Maybe it's like the ground is spongier or like... like more prone to yeah. like flooding or... Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like, from what I understand, it's supposed to like hold the casket and where it is. Okay. Yeah. So basically he would, you know, tell families that they needed to purchase these. They are not cheap, I don't think. And basically they would get to the funeral and they would get to the point where they were about to bury the, the casket. And he would insist that the family not watch the casket be lowered and he would make up some bullshit... Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I don't want this to be your last memory of the person or something to the sort, which is at its head, like at the surface, not a terrible piece of advice, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Um, but the family would leave and then he'd remove the vault to resell it oh. and sometimes bury the casket. Sometimes. What would he do? We're, we're going to find out. Oh, no. Now, why he was doing all these things, under, like... Obviously, he was trying to make a lot of money, so yeah. reselling things without having well, to buy more inventory. Well, because they're very expensive. Right. So, so but, yeah. that, like, I don't agree with it at all, but, like, I can I understand, understand his strategy. Yeah. This part I don't get. Sometimes he would bury the casket. Sometimes he would actually remove the body from the casket so he could resell that. Um, and he would dump the body yeah. sometimes in cardboard bo- boxes and store them or put the box into the grave. No. Yep. 
Um, for some reason, he also liked to bury trash in caskets with people. What? Why? I don't know. Maybe it's biohazard because you do have to pay to have biohazard materials removed. Yeah. I mean, people, from what I read, like they found like apple cores, dry, oh. like literal just trash. And like, oh. I, I don't quite get the motive behind that one at all. Um, and basically this went on for some time until employees working with him became suspicious about basically how nonchalant, casual he was. And I can understand probably working in that industry. You do kind of have to build up a bit of a wall to be able to get from day to day. But like, apparently he was just like suspiciously, like just didn't really care. Yeah. Okay. Um, even to the point where one time he moved a body in his VW bus instead of using the company hearse because he claimed that the weather was too bad to use the hearse. The fuck does it matter? I don't know. This is a very confusing, makes no sense case. So Do not jump up there, Mishka. Oh my god. Mishka, stop. <laughs> He's trying to jump up on the TV. You knock it down that TV and you are going to be an outdoor cat. So he was finally caught after a man named Danny Flat became suspicious of his behavior and ended up spying on Wilkes while he was actually doing these things. Uh, mm-hmm. He was burying a coffin without a vault. Which obviously was a red they flag for know. him. Yeah. So he reported this and had that body. They the police ended up having the body exhumed and found that there was trash in the casket, Ugh. which is well, good so for disre- that guy. Yeah. Good he for al- him. Yeah, and this probably pissed him off even more. He also had his own mother exhumed, who was buried with that, like buried through the service, and found that she also had no vault, a broken casket, and jewelry missing. <gasps> oh, which is no. horrific. So at this Oh, that's so sad. It is, and so disrespectful. Yeah. So at this point, he is obviously arrested, charged, yeah. convicted. He's sent to prison um, where, you know, one would hope you might get your act together, but not, not old Bobby Wilkes. He instead received more convictions of molesting children at the nursery facility um, in this, wherever this what? prison facility was. Yeah. So in case he couldn't get nastier, he did. Um, he did die in 2017. He was 81 in a hospital near Nashville, and he had only served 30 years, which apparently I didn't see his, what his full sentence was, but it was much, much, longer. much, much longer than that. So a lot of people were really mm. pissed that he didn't even like get to serve his entire sentence after doing such heinous things. Is to, he still alive? No, he died. Oh. He died in 2017. Oh, oh, oh. I thought he got out in 2017. No, no, Sorry. died. I don't think he would have lived long if he had gotten out. There are a lot of people that were rightfully so. I mean, yeah, just no. how disrespectful to someone. Oh, I just couldn't even imagine, like, jewelry no. and things that are so sentimental to, like, families right. that, like... Yeah. That's awful. Right, which is how why... I sleep at night? I don't know. I truly don't, which is why I wanted to offer the disclaimer that no, this is not everyone in the industry. No, um, no. But, I mean, that it's everywhere. I it mean, does happen. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, obviously when you're choosing a provider, you want to do your research and mm-hmm. make sure they are credible. But, I mean, I I think just the extent that some people exploit grieving people yeah. is just, it's disgusting. Yeah, so awful. Yeah. So, yeah. What a fun topic. Yeah. <laughs> Super fun. We um, keep it light on the show. So sorry for the... 3,000 interruptions. Shit show of an episode of Yeah, of course now. He's nice. tired <laughs> from all the trouble he's caused. Um, yeah. So, yeah. That wraps it up? Yeah. Okay. That was all I had. Good. All I got. Well, good. My bread's looking great. We're going to have some Parmesan burgers Yum. tonight. I'm excited. 
Um, we also <laughs> ran into our neighbors at the store today, and we were looking for a grill. <laughs> Basically, told his wife, like, can we borrow your SUV, like the back of your SUV for a grill one day? And she's like, you can go right now. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not right now. Like, let's plan it, but. <laughs> yeah. We're trying to get a grill. Yeah. I would love to have one. I would, too. Yeah. Well, we've got an SUV now to get it's one. It's true. So. It helps having no one's someone with a, with a big car. Yep, for sure. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. Well, come visit me on Facebook. I got to put a post up. I have not put something up. Come visit me when I, like, never go there. <laughs> I'll put something up today. Um, yeah. But, you know, I wish we could have, like, I don't know what it's. I don't know the different types of Facebook groups. Mm-hmm. Like, I wish, like, I know a lot of the other paranormal shows have, like, Facebook groups, but it's very much, like, everyone that listens to it, like, is in the group and, like, can post and, like, it's very mm-hmm. interactive. I don't know if our group has those capabilities. I don't know. But, like, I'd be curious. if y'all... I think you'd have to start a group, not a page. Right. Okay, maybe that's the difference. A group and a page. Yeah. So, I mean, I was just kind of thinking about it, because honestly, it would take kind of a lot of the work off us if y'all got to just interact with each other, <laughs> and we got to be there. That would be a cool idea. So, maybe we could start a Facebook group. Yeah. If y'all are interested, maybe I'll put up on Instagram and see what kind of, put a poll up, see mm-hmm. what we get. Um, if y'all are interested in having a ghoul friends like group on Facebook where mm-hmm. you could all meet each other and interact, mm-hmm. let us know. We'll think that well, over. Well, I know one of my friends and a ghoul friend became friends. <laughs> I know. Like we're just hooking people up left That's and awesome. right. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So yeah, think about that. Um, but yeah, go see Caitlin on Facebook. Yeah. Come see us on Instagram at ghoul friends podcast. Come see us on Twitter at ghoul underscore friends. Come see us on TikTok at ghoul friends podcast. And if you have a listener story, we currently only have two, so come on. There is another one coming. Um, From who? Why did you popcorn me? I don't know. I'm not, this is the first I've I heard know, of this. Um, oh, I had a lot of people write to me this week. Um, someone has a listener story coming oh, okay. in. Sorry, whoever that was. Well, if you wrote to Caitlin. You- <laughs> <laughs> there is a third coming. Okay. Third coming. So. Well, come on, y'all. Let, let's get them. Yes. I think if we get up to six, I think. I think an even number. Yeah, um, is more helpful just so it's a little more even. If we could get more, that would be great. Yeah. Um, oh, I've never used her name, so I'm not going to say her name oh, without okay. permission. Sure. But okay. I had to look back and I, I found it. But okay. um, we do have another listener story from Sweet. someone. And I'll ask if we can use their name when we get it. Okay. And remember, if you do have a listener story you do want to send in to us, that is ghoulfriendspodcast at gmail.com, and please put listener story in the subject line. Yes. Um, and finally, if you would like some sweet Ghoul Friends merch, you can always find that at ghoulfriendspod.redbubble.com. Perfect. All right. I think that will come to us really quick if we order, because I think it comes out of Denmark. Really? Cop- or, yeah, Copenhagen, I think. Oh, okay. Sweet. I need a new t-shirt. So that's I know. Ours are sense. so bad. It's become my cleaning shirt, so it's like covered in bleach at this point. Yep. Um, but yeah, well, all right. Any final words before we wrap up? Nope. I gotta go finish my, my dough. Your buns. My buns. Hot cross buns. <laughs> Hot brioche buns. Yep. All right. Well, for now, we hope you have a safe and spooky week. Stay cool. Drink that water. Floss your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that we love you. And as always, I'm Celeste. And I'm Caitlin. And we're your cool friends. <laughs> <laughs>